Welcome to the ETAP Podcast, a service of the American Association of State Highway and Transportation Officials. Each month, we'll provide information and insight into environmental issues important to state transportation officials. Welcome to Ashtow's ETAP Podcast. My name is Bernie Wagenblast. As the newly elected president of Ashtow for 2023-2024, Craig Thompson is committed to fortifying the workforce to construct a modern and efficient transportation system that centers the needs of all citizens. Recognizing the profound impact of transportation on our daily lives, the economy, and society at large, President Thompson looks forward to collaborative efforts to propel the transportation system into the future. In his role as the Secretary of the Wisconsin Department of Transportation, President Thompson oversees one of the largest state agencies, boasting a workforce of over 3,100 employees and managing a biennial budget exceeding $8 billion. The department includes the Division of Motor Vehicles, serving approximately 50,000 customers weekly, and the Division of State Patrol, responsible for law enforcement and assisting motorists across the state. President Thompson brings a wealth of experience to his role as Ashto president. In 2020, he was president of the Mid-America Association of State Transportation Officials and was the executive director at the Transportation Development Association of Wisconsin. With over 30 years of experience collaborating with Wisconsin businesses, communities, legislators, and government entities, President Thompson is well-equipped to lead Ashto into the future. In this podcast interview, President Thompson shares insights into his presidential emphasis areas, gain a deeper understanding of this year's Ashto president, and explore how his extensive experiences have shaped Ashto's strategic focus for the 2023-2024 year. Secretary Thompson, welcome to Ashto's ETAP podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Bernie. One of the things you get to do when you become Ashto president is you get to decide on that year's Ashto emphasis areas. If you would, please tell us a bit about the three emphasis areas that you picked and why those are important to you, if you would. Sure, I'd, I'd be happy to. And, you know, put a lot of thought into what these three areas would be because, you know, you know I didn't want it necessarily just to be maybe the three most important things that are out there, but really three of the most important things that I felt that we as Ashto could do something about and could could address together. And so, the the three areas that it came up with is uh, first is is realizing the promise of the IIJA or the or the bipartisan infrastructure law. The second is is really uh, improving upon the safety efforts that we have to improve upon together. And third is looking at bolstering our our workforce, which I think is a challenge that every DOT is is facing. So. Um, you know, those were the three broad uh, topic headlines of the three areas that I picked. I'm curious, how do you see your experience at WISDOT, MASTO, and TDA, and your former role just last year as Astro's vice president impacting your term as president? Two of those previous jobs, I did have experience working with associations. So I think it does give me a little bit of a insight into the dynamic of how associations work. Um, I think how they can work effectively together when you come together on common goals. So, and, and some legislative insights. So, you know, with that first priority about realizing the promise of, of that bipartisan infrastructure law or the IIJA, I just think it's going to be imperative if we're going to go into the next reauthorization and keep this going, that this wasn't a one-time bump that we can prove to not only the policymakers, but the public that what they did was a good investment and that we are finding ways to, to cut through any red tape or any bureaucratic hurdles and just get those dollars 
out the door into projects that improve the environment, improve people's lives, improve their safety. And I know we're doing that. There's a lot of projects that are doing that, but I think we have to be able to demonstrate that we're doing that with, with all of the money. One of the interesting themes that you picked, it's an interesting word, is togetherness. Why is that important to you? And how can members of the entire transportation community help realize AASHTO's goals, not just within the realm of state DOTs, but the wide variety of other transportation uh, stakeholders that are out there? Well, you know, I'm glad you asked that because I think in in all three of those areas, there's uh, while, uh, you know, DOTs do have a, a fair amount of uh, power uh, to do a lot of things, uh, we're not going to accomplish any of those three goals by ourselves. You know, whether it's fully maximizing um, that federal investment, so much of that occurs at the local level. And if we decided to try to do that unilaterally without their involvement, it would never work. If we're looking at safety, um, there are just so many entities that have to be involved in that. There's so much is is based on driver behavior. Um, which gets into all kinds of different groups with messaging and, and, and all those different things. But it also involves law enforcement, EMTs, all, you know, all kinds of areas. So we have to have them all on board if we're going to really make strides in safety. And workforce, of course, is going to take a lot of different partners other than just the DOT uh, world ourselves. So I think that theme of together is very important because I think we really do have to leverage. We've got a lot of great relationships in each of our states with uh, so many different stakeholders. And I think we really need to leverage those if we're, gonna, if we're gonna make progress in those areas. One of the things that's a little different about Wisconsin from many state DOTs is that the, the highway patrol falls under your jurisdiction. Do you think that makes it a little bit easier in a state like Wisconsin where you're the top guy as far as that goes? Define easier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I know what you mean. And I would say it definitely, if you talk to our folks, definitely improves the coordination and communication uh, to, to have the state patrol housed uh, within the DOT. So we have so many cross uh, committees that our superintendent and our colonel and, and so many of our other people at the state patrol are involved in when it you know, comes down to even engineering and staging and, and when we have incident calls, when there's weather, when there's accidents. So uh, I think it absolutely does, does help uh, with our communication with our law enforcement. Another one of the theme or emphasis areas that you picked is urgency. Right now, we're about halfway through the IIJA authorization. There are growing concerns about workforce vitality, increasing pressure on state DOTs to address safety, especially as we see some of the crash statistics showing an upward trend over the past few years. How do you plan on using your role as AASHTO president to convey this urgency and to promote improvements in these key areas? Well, that, that's another great question because with those three areas, not only that I wanted to be somebody I thought Ashton could affect, but you know that really are, are urgent areas, and I think all three of those are urgent. On, on the IAJA, we're halfway through, and we have to get those things figured out in, in like yesterday. On the safety issue, again, you know, forty-three thousand-ish people died in our roadways last year. It's just way too many, and like you said, it had luckily in some areas it finally ticked down a little bit last year, but it had been ticking up. And on the on the workforce area again, I, it, it's it's a right now problem. So um, I think there's already a sense of urgency with so many state DOT execs and CEOs because they're living it. Uh, but I think it really is when we have, whether it's through the correspondence through an opportunity like this podcast, when we have our Washington briefing and our spring meeting and our annual meeting and those to really when we get everybody together, uh, really is to try to be very outcome based 
about what can we do about this right now. Two of those themes, urgency and togetherness, you could say they go hand in hand. What plans are there to ensure the synergy of those two themes continue throughout the year? Well, you know, we've been working with ASHTO staff. Uh, they've been fantastic about weaving this through. For example, at the Washington briefing, we're going to be getting together with the leaders of all the local government groups and, and MPOs to talk about how can we work together to better uh, streamline getting this federal dollars out the door. You know, on, on safety, we're going to be holding another summit like President Millar did last year, another safety summit uh, this year where we're going to be able to get everybody together and address those things. And workforce is going to be sprinkled throughout all of that. So um, I, I, I think we're going to, we've got a lot of people that understand that we need to act with with urgency. And I think I think we'll be doing that. Wisconsin DOT, one of 50 state DOTs. There are some other DOTs that are also part of AASHTO, but there is a diverse range among the various DOTs that make up AASHTO in terms of geographic size, urban and rural spread, organizational capacity is another area. How would you compare your experience at Wisconsin DOT to your predecessor's experience, President Millar at uh, Washington State DOT, and how is that difference going to manifest in your leadership at AASHTO? Well, every state DOT has some things that are, there's so many similarities, but each one is vastly different, um, as you talked about, whether it's in size, scope. You know, one of the things you talked about with us is that um, our state patrol is within the DOT. Uh, but the other thing that makes us very unique, we're the only state that we don't have a state highway maintenance crew. We contract with our 72 counties to do maintenance on the state highways, whether it's snow plowing or, or other maintenance. So it does, each one of us has a different uh, particular viewpoint to bring in. Also, I, I work for uh, a Democratic governor and we have strong majority Republican in both houses of our legislature. That certainly impacts, you know, a lot of the ways that we look at, you know, making sure how you're going to to deal with putting out on, on controversial issues. So, you know, Roger was a very strong leader. He had a very strong uh, vision on things, kept the safety emphasis area that he had. But I definitely, you know, I've got different dynamics going on in my state. And I think uh, you know, it's just bound for you to come in and bring a little bit of a different perspective when you think about how to bring together these different CEOs all work for different governors that you tend to see. A lot of them you tend to see on TV all the time. And, <laughs> and it would be hard to believe to think that their their secretaries necessarily can all get together and work together. But we do. And and we do find common ground. So I think it's always from my standpoint is really looking at uh, where, where are those areas that we can all agree and uh, have that space to do that and move move forward where we can. In your emphasis areas, Craig, you mentioned you plan to address issues that stand in the way of delivering every penny available under IIJA to improve lives and our climate in a way the public can see and understand. In your opinion, what are the biggest issues that need to be addressed and how are you going to lead ASHTO to break through in those areas? I think the first part is making sure that we're communicating all the things that have gotten done. I I was. We just had the president here in Wisconsin up in Superior to announce a $1 billion with a B grant for the Minnesota and Wisconsin Blotnick Bridge. That is just incredible that we're able to get that. We're going to be able to replace that bridge. We've gotten other big grants. The increased money that has come in from uh, IJA just in formula dollars, every state has been able to get out the door. So we, we've got to make sure that we can demonstrate all those things that are going on. But there is areas on the discretionary side and others with setting up all these brand new programs where uh, it, we are still working through things. The uh, legislation looks at providing funds directly to locals in ways that it never did before, which is great. But then 
in some ways, we've got the federal government then holding up these local units of government to the same standards that they would ask a DOT to do, which might not be reasonable for a, a local that's never dealt with that. So I think we have to match up if we're going to do things differently and we're going to, that's just one example, but give direct you know, money directly to locals, then I think you've got to be able to be nimble enough to change uh, the procedures on, on how, how that works. You can't ask them to fit that into the same box. I think it's things like that that we're setting, standing up a lot of new great programs, but we really need it to work with the feds to be nimble. We, of course, still have to, to make sure we're doing proper oversight and making sure uh, taxpayer dollars are being spent appropriately. But we have to do it in a way that we're being as nimble as possible to say that if we're standing up new programs, we make it easy to be able to get these things done and get that money out the door onto projects. Relationships, needless to say, play a huge role in the transportation world. What do you see as the biggest relationships that will be strengthened over this year? And how is that going to impact the high level and the practitioner level activities in transportation? I really think that improving the relations with uh, the local units of government and state DOTs over the next year is probably the most important. I think sometimes there's been some narratives that some state DOTs are standing in the way of some of the things that the locals may want to do. From everything I've seen and every other secretary I've talked to, I don't believe that that's accurate. So I think there's some miscommunication that goes on about what the state has the ability to do and not do what the federal requirements are. And so I think we're going to start meeting in earnest with our local units of government because they are such an important part of this whole suballocated part that we have. There's They play such an important part that I just think if we can get um, any misunderstandings or things that are being misconstrued out of the way and be all on the same page, running in the same direction, that would be incredibly powerful. As we mentioned a few times during this podcast, we're about halfway through the IIJA. One of the big activities AASHTO is taking on this year is setting in motion the goal setting for the next reauthorization bill once IIJA comes to term. With everything that we've learned from the first half of the IIJA implementation, what do you see is important to re-examine or prioritize in the upcoming IIJA reauthorization? Well, again, I think first is to recognize what a tremendous impact it has on the country when we do invest in, in transportation like this again, both in our workforce and our skilled trades and other areas, but of course, in the outcome for what we can do for our economic competitiveness and safety. So I, I think we need to make sure that that stays at the forefront and that, that we remind folks that a, a five-year investment when you're talking in transportation, if it's not followed up and sustained in a predictable way, you minimize the investments you already made or the planning you already made if you don't sustain that and make it so that it can be planned by both the DOTs and the contractor community and the engineering community. And I think third, though, from learnings, some of the things I just talked about, I think to the extent uh, that whatever policy objectives we want to incentivize states to do, I, I think we need to trust that the states are, when you give it to them in the formula areas or in some more straightforward areas, they get the, that money out the door and projects get done. You know, we're, we're seeing, you know, maybe more uh, larger redistributions than we've ever seen before because with some of the new programs, we're not able to get those dollars obligated. So I think moving into that next reauthorization, we need to look at, yes, maybe we want to incent certain types of projects and activities, but let's do it in a way that we can just get the money to the states to get out the door to make sure that we're moving forward with that. We've talked a bit about safety. Another huge AASHTO initiative is the Safety Action Plan. You talked about the Safety Summit that's going to be held again this year. What was your role in forming the plan? 
what are your expectations for using that plan to advance both your emphasis areas of safety together and the overall goal of Vision Zero? Well, as far as my role in in, in that plan, you know, I, I was I would say I, I was just one of the participants at the safety summit where we all got together. President Millar oversaw and and Patrick McKenna chairs the safety committee, uh, you, you know, did so much and the people on that committee did and, you know, just participated in. But to me, it codified really a lot of the best thinking of so many professionals across the country uh, that have expertise in this area. It gives us concrete steps to move forward. And I think it it allows each state to be on the same page about our overarching goals uh, for safety. I, I know for me, there's no lane that uh, we shouldn't be in, even if, even if we're stretching ourselves from where we've been before, whether it's getting more involved even in the messaging lane, because behavior is so much is so important and make sure that we're being as effective as we can there. Utilizing technology is something to me that, you know, I look at it in my state, it's just something that, I, while it costs money, but uh, I can just do. I don't necessarily have to get laws changed to be able to do or policies changed. If we can implement technology, there's so much technology that can save lives. Uh, then there is learning from other states about whether it's road diets or, or cameras in, in, at intersections or red lights or whatever it is, any preliminary data about what that's doing that we can bring to our policymakers as, as they're debating the pros and cons of these things, what's happening in other states can be have a profound effect on that. So again, working with our, with our first responder community, obviously working with our engineering community about engineering our roadways in a way that if people do make mistakes, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, that it's a loss of life. So there's just so many different ways to look at safety, but I think that action plan uh, gives us a, a great area to rally around, and, and we're going to be working with as many groups as we can over the course of this next year to hopefully drastically cut down and move towards zero. We've been talking on this episode of Ashto's ETAP podcast with Craig Thompson. He is the Secretary of the Wisconsin Department of Transportation, as well as the current president of Ashto. Secretary Thompson, thanks so much for being our guest on Ashto's ETAP podcast. Thanks for having me on. I've really enjoyed it.